Hey, history people! Hello and welcome to, or welcome back to, 11 But 31, a podcast about major events and wars throughout history. Today we're talking about World War One. If you want to stick with this series, I recommend you bring a map. This is a part two of a two-part series, so if you haven't listened to the first part yet, I recommend you come to that first and then come back here. But now that we're done with that, let's get into what you came here for. The story. The German forces are now being attacked by Russia as well as France, so it tells Austria-Hungary to cover that. And Austria-Hungary actually gains some land, but after that small victory, Russia instantly regains the land and a lot of Austria-Hungary's land. So Germany sends a small force to counter the Russian offensive and help Austria-Hungary. Austria-Hungary is constantly ignoring the Germans' advice and comes crawling back to ask Germany for help. Austria-Hungary can't even fight against tiny Serbia at the start of the war. In other news, Germany is actually getting somewhere and wiped out the Russians' second army. Germany is making some progress in France, but the French commander-in-chief, Joseph Joffre, don't know if I'm saying that right, sees the Germans approaching Paris and sends out an order telling them to stop retreating, and so the Germans attacked. And battle created a gap in the German line. Gaps are very dangerous in battles as they had allowed the opponent to come from behind and surround you. Because of the gap, the Germans had to retreat. Now the Allies were attacking, and both sides began trench warfare. It would be impossible to talk about trench warfare without tra- talking about the horrible conditions soldiers went through every day. But before I get into that small warning, this next part is a little bit gruesome. So just off the top of my head, this is a few of the many disgusting conditions that soldiers went through every day. Rats, dead bodies of your friends lying in piles of blood. Horrible diseases causing thousands if not millions of deaths throughout this horrible dark spot on human history. And it's beyond imagination how brave these people were to serve their country on both sides. No matter what those countries stood for. A majority of this warfare was fought in winter, which was yet another reason as to not fight. But still, these valiant soldiers put their lives on the line to protect their people. Australia was quick to take German New Guinea, and Japan started to take Germany's countries as it is becoming a stalemate all around. In Africa, the Allies also take German colonies as well. In Africa, you know, I simply must mention the fact that many of the natives were enlisted, leading to a horrific loss of life in the native population. In the beginning of the war, Italy used to have an alliance with Austria-Hungary and Germany, but after the Allies promising land and the pressure of tense relations between the countries, Italy decided to switch its allegiance to the Allies. However, we are all still stuck in stalemate, but the Ottoman Empire was thoroughly divided about whether to enter the war. So the bright minds of the Ottoman Empire wanting war went out and they attacked the Russians. So when they returned, understandably, the Ottoman against war were pretty annoyed. This was extremely bad for the British because the Ottoman entering the war means that since the Middle East is filled to the brim with oil, they're not going to get that oil. And to the point one percent of my audience in Britain would know, Britain really likes oil. Initially, the Ottoman Empire was going to attack Russia, and they tried, but like literally everyone who was attacked or tried to attack Russia, they were, guess what, not prepared for the cold. Then they tried to get the Suez Canal from the British, but inevitably got their butt kicked. 
The Ottoman blamed their failure on the native Armenian people living there, and the resulting mass genocide killed 1.3 million people. In other news, Germany spent, sent spies into Afghanistan to try and convince the Arab tribes to attack British India, but it failed, mostly because the spies brewed their own alcohol and got drunk in the middle of Afghanistan, which is definitely not the best idea. You know. Before the war, there was something called the Hague Convention. Again, don't know if I'm saying that right, which essentially said, don't kill civilians and don't, be don't use chemical weapons. The Germans held a meeting with their top government official and said, we are going to use chemical weapons and kill civilians. So what the Germans did was they commenced air raids on Britain, used chemical gas in the trenches, and attacked civilian ships. While everyone else is in stalemate, Austria-Hungary still has not dealt with Serbia. Bulgaria recently has wanted to expand, and the Central Powers promised to give it exactly that. So, shocker, it joined the Central Powers. So, finally, Bulgaria and Austria-Hungary take out Serbia together. Wow, that took long. The Serbian troop retreated through Albania, which just so happened to have ties to Austria-Hungary. So, it was kind of a friendly invasion through Albania to catch the troops. But most of them escaped. Recently, Portugal has become... You know, kind of friendly with the Allies. So, on March 9th, 1916, Germany declared war on Portugal, as if it did not need one more enemy. Recently, both sides have developed a new type of ship called the Dreadnought, which is super, super powerful, but it also costs a ton of money. So, it's not really worth fighting with. That was, of course, except for the time they did fight with it, in the Battle of Jutland, the 31st of May, uh, to the 1st of June 1916. It was the largest naval battle of the First World War, involving 250 ships and around 100,000 men. Special thanks of you all for supporting me throughout this journey. It's been really, really fun. So sorry it took so long for this episode to come out. I got a little busy. Major credit to the Oversimplified channel. Go subscribe to him. He makes great videos on YouTube. And part three coming out soon. And I will see you next time.